Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I have some very interesting updates to share about the Republican face plant that is the Biden impeachment inquiry. As mentioned the other day, the Republican so-called star witness, a guy named Alexander Smirnov, he's been arrested. He's been charged for lying to the FBI about the Biden family accepting bribes. He said that they accepted these bribes to stop an investigation into a Ukrainian company. Right wing fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Well, now we know where these stories came from because he admitted it was Russia. I know, right? <laughs> so according to new filings from the government, quote, during his custodial interview on February 14, Smirnov admitted that officials associated with Russian intelligence were involved in passing a story about Hunter Biden. So Smirnov also told the FBI he had several meetings with a high-ranking Russian official who, quote, controls two groups of individuals tasked with carrying out assassination efforts in a third-party country, a representative to another country, and as someone with ties to particular Russian intelligence service. And Rudy Giuliani's former friend, Lev Parnas, also his co-conspirator back then, he says the FBI knew that this Smirnov guy and his information was bogus all the way back in 2019. Parnas posted on social media, quote, the FBI had my communications with the CEO of Burisma since my arrest in 2019. The GOP received my communications with the CEO of Burisma during the first Trump impeachment in 2020. They all knew that the 1023 from Alexander Smirnov was a lie. Why did they continue this farce for so long? Rudy Giuliani, John Solomon, Victoria Tensing, Pete Sessions, Devin Nunes, Ron Johnson, James Comer all knew they were working with information coming from Russian assets and refused to validate the information they received as long as it fit their narrative about Joe Biden. So the 1023 that he's referring to, that is a form that the FBI takes down information on. It doesn't mean that there's any validity to that information. It is literally just like, here's the form you fill in when someone is telling you a story and giving you information. But the Republicans treated that as if it was the gospel, as if it was written in stone and, oh my gosh, you know, this is as, as real as the Bible to them. <laughs> so remember, Parnas was in on this whole thing. He has since gone to prison. He has since switched sides. So Parnas now hates Trump and Giuliani. But back then, Parnas was helping Rudy Giuliani to dig up dirt on the Bidens. And then they fabricated whatever it was that they wanted and they couldn't find. So Parnas got into it after he made that post. He, he got into it with a right-wing Trump minion, Joe Pagliarolo, I think is how you pronounce it, Pagliarolo. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, he asked Parnas per, for proof, and then he brought up the hard drive, quote-unquote, 
And he told Parnas, quote, you do not want to debate anyone with facts on his side. In 35 years in broadcasting, I've never lost a debate. <laughs> you saying words on X proves nothing. <laughs> so clearly, I mean, I don't think this guy is married if he's never lost a debate in 35 years. But Parnas didn't back down. He told this guy, quote, when it comes to Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and Ukraine, you don't know your ass from your elbow. You should read my book, Hashtag Shadow Diplomacy, and educate yourself before opening your mouth. And then he said, quote, if you want a lesson on what really happened with Trump, Giuliani, and Ukraine, I would be more than happy to debate this subject with you. So I don't know much about this Pagliariolo guy or however you say his name, but he's clearly a victim of his own hubris, right? Because <laughs> who would know more about what went down with this whole Biden-Ukraine thing? Someone who was there? Someone who actually took part in crafting these lies, who was in the room plotting with Rudy Giuliani, or some talk show host in Texas who just blindly parrots everything that he reads and hears, right? I, I, anyway, back to this Republican whistleblower <laughs> that they say they have. So you are not gonna believe this. The prosecutor wanted to hold Smirnov until the trial, I mean, for obvious reasons. The judge, though, said, no, I'm going to release him with an ankle monitor. And also, he's prohibited from applying for a new passport. This is insane. Smirnov was not only caught lying about the Bidens, he also, we now know, has connections to Russian intelligence services. You don't think this guy could get his hands on a fake passport if he wanted to? And then he was also now caught lying about his finances. He told the authorities he had $5,000 in the bank and $1,500 in cash. So not much if you want to make a getaway, right? Well, the prosecutors found out, oh no, he has about $6 million in liquid funds. And they said in December of 2023, so just two months ago, this guy was overseas meeting with a, quote, high-ranking member of a specific Russian foreign intelligence service. So, if this guy is still in the United States by the time his trial rolls around, he could face up to 25 years in prison. So in the meantime, Republicans are trying to pretend that this Smirnov was never a big part of their investigation. <laughs> They're like the jilted boyfriend, you know, oh, her, oh, yeah, she's not that great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Angelina Jolie, but whatever. I mean, yeah, if you like that type. <laughs> So they're trying to back, back, back it up now. Republican House member and sexual predator prote protector Jim Jordan, he told reporters, quote, well, I mean, it is what it is. It doesn't change the fundamental facts. Those facts, they don't change regardless of what the confidential human source says. <laughs> um, really? Really, Jimmy? 
<laughs> that confidential human source was their entire case. He was their case. Without him, they had nothing. They had no allegations. <laughs> they had, you know, internet chatter. They, they had people playing telephone and whispering about the Bidens. And by the time it gets around the circle, it becomes a crime. I mean, ridiculous. You know, they had two cans and a string and they're calling it cell phone coverage. I mean, <laughs> that's basically what it amounts to. Anyway, I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not, become a donor if you possibly can, or leave a tip or a super thanks. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.